Welcome to the Regular Guys Random Things Weekly Podcast. Thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things. So sit back and relax while they get started. Hey everyone, how's it going? We're back after a week off. An unannounced week off. An unannounced. People were traveling, doing stuff. And John, don't touch my microphone. What are you talking about? Stop touching my microphone, dude. <laughs> I would never touch your microphone. I respect that. Matt texted me this morning and said, where the crap's the podcast? Yeah. Sorry, Matt. Yeah, Oops. We were off. Dustin was traveling, John was traveling, and I was not. Oh. I was home. You guys left me home all alone yeah. in the corner. You could have come with me. To uh, St. George? To the wonderful world of hot St. George. He would have had a blast, too. He loves Frisbee golf, so he would have just ate that <laughs> up. Did you Frisbee golf? I did a couple of times when I was down there. Nice. Did you win? Uh, sure. All right. When you only play against yourself? You always win. Or you always lose. How do you lose? If you don't beat your best score. He didn't have a best score. He never played those courses. And first time he did. First time he won. Second time he did. <laughs> Um, I think I shot the same one both on all times. Oh, so you tied. He didn't win. He didn't lose. That's why I said he tied. Yeah, but you also said he didn't win. He didn't. He tied. He didn't lose either. I know, John. He tied. That's the very definition. No, if you say he tied, then you say he didn't win or lose. Sure. And it's tied. Tied. (laughs) If you say he doesn't win, it just sounds like he didn't win. All right. Do you want to go into more details about what you were doing and what's going on? John, sure. Uh, Dustin, we'll start with you this week. Yeah. So I uh, probably mentioned this on the podcast that uh, Hannah graduated from high school last year. So she enrolled down to Dixie and I moved her down there last week because she had some pre-semester classes um, that she took. So she, she had to go down the last Tuesday. So after work on Monday, we drove down. And then Tuesday, she went to a program called TRIO and went to the orientation and the interviewing for that and then got into the TRIO program. <coughs> and then Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, she had class. And at the same time, we moved her into her apartment. So we drove down and then I'd get up in the morning and take her to class. And then I would go back to the condo and and uh, log into work and do some work. For a couple days and then I would get up and take her to class again and then Friday I drove home so it was pretty exciting wow what a good dad you are driving all the way down there just to take her to class and it was kind of fun because like I you know my wife my wife works at the school too so she gets off um she gets off the summer so she gets to hang out with the kids all summer long mm-hmm. and Hannah wasn't as available this summer because she did have a job um, that she worked. And so um, it was just, she, she still got more time with her mom. So me going down there with her on Monday, we got the ride down and then I would take her to class and then we would hang out in the evening. We went and saw Spider-Man Far Far From Home. Is that what it is? Yep. Went and saw that. And then we went out and did some fun dinners and kind of just, chilled and hung out with each other. Dad so. and daughter date. It was nice. kind of fun. But 
I didn't really think about this Friday. So she went to class on Friday and then we kind of thought we would have the day to hang out with her or the afternoon to hang out with her on Friday. But they had all these freshman things going on in the campus. So we actually got to see her Friday morning. So Erica and the kids drove down Thursday night or Thursday afternoon. They got to hang out with her after class and then for dinner. And then we thought we'd have some time to hang out with her on Friday, but she was busy. So we just got up and left. too busy for you guys now. She's moved on. Yeah. But here's the funny thing is um, I told you guys this, but I'll tell the listeners. Her make and model of a car has this issue. Um, it's like this three years and it has on the, the shift release for, from going to park to drive. I don't remember you telling me this. uh, Well, it has this retention spring Mm -hmm. and I guess me, John, (laughs) because you're more of a friend, Scott, you're a true friend. That's not what Scott said last night. I showed up and asked him about it. You didn't. You're going to make me cry. Hurry up, Dustin. Tell me. So anyways, when this retention spring gets old, because our car is, you know, uh, a little bit older now. This retention spring, when it gets hot, it weakens, and so it can't pull the pin out of the the thing. So it gets stuck in park. So where did she just go to the hottest place in Utah? It's 110 Uh, degrees out there. She didn't put any window shades and and leave her windows cracked, so it got to be like 150 degrees in her car. She couldn't get it out of park, but I'd already left. This was Friday. I was like in almost a Nephi, and she calls me. She's like, my car's stuck in park. So I pulled over. I did some research. I found out this is a problem. So I said, hey, just walk home and then go back this evening and see if it'll shift out of park. So she texted me back and said, yeah, it shifts out of park when it cooled down. So she went and bought a window shade. I had bought her some window shades, but I guess they weren't good enough. So she bought a better window shade so she can shade both the front and the back window. And then she's keeping her windows cracked now until I can get my hands on the car again and fix it. Is Welcome it an easy fix? To what? Is it an easy fix? Yeah, it's like the whole shift piece. It's like four bolts and two retention clips and a couple of pieces of wire. So you have to take that center console, take the whole thing out, put in a new one, and then put it all back together. Welcome to life and being a big girl, Hannah. Oh, it's funny, huh? Life just decided to give you a graduation into life on your own and dealing with problems by yourself. Imagine when she buys her first house. Well, here, here's a, one other thing that's kind of funny. She sends just a picture on Monday. It's a picture of her face, and she whacked her hair. Like What? Yeah, so her hair used she to be down tell you? past her shoulder. Well, she said she'd she, wanted a haircut. She's a big girl. She doesn't tell him anything anymore. She could. So she her have to. She her, did. She sent him a picture. She has long oh. hair down past her shoulder, and she just sends this picture, and it's like chin length. Dang. Just about. So, yeah, that's it was kind of weird. So, yeah, she's a big girl now. She's doing sowing, big girl things. Selling her wild oats. Yeah. You can't tell me what to do anymore, Dad. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. I'm going to get my hair cut if I want. That's right. If I want to color it pink, did she color it pink? No. Huh. And uh, You know what? It's her hair. Whatever she feels like she needs to do. I mean, my wife might have something to say about it, but, I mean, what she are we going to do? Too. She's 300. Can't tell me what to do, Mom. She's 300 miles away. What are we going to do? Drive down there? <laughs> and what? Knock on her door, and when she peeks through the blinds, says, "My parents don't answer it. Pretend like it's we're my home. dad, and he, he's pissed. <laughs> don't answer the door." Hi, Dustin. How are you? What the heck are you doing? <laughs> we don't have trust yet. You're not the boss of me. How, how are her roommates? Does she like them? 
Did yeah. you like him? Did you meet him? Um, so she lives in a, there's four girls living in this apartment. So two girls share a room and then she shares a room with another girl. And all three girls are from Idaho. And the two girls know each other. But the other girl from Idaho that's in Hannah's room that shares the room with her, they didn't know, she didn't know the other two girls from Idaho. I thought everybody in Idaho knew everybody else in Idaho. So the girl that's Hannah's roommate knows one of the other girl's family because they live in the same town, but she didn't know her directly. Mm. So but they seem to be getting together, uh, getting along okay. I mean, it's only a week. It's less well, than a week. Good. So That really makes a big difference to your college experience if you have good roommates that you can her hang di- out with. Her direct room roommate, the girl that she shares a room with, mm-hmm. Um, they seem to be getting along pretty good. They're doing, I mean, they're sending pictures of them out doing stuff. So I never had that experience. I don't know if either of you did. I can't imagine sharing a room with a person I've never met before. My first college roommate in the dorms was a nightmare. So hold on a second. Mm. Hold on. Let me back up a minute. Okay. Didn't you go on a mission? I did. And that was a nightmare too. So you not can imagine it because you experienced not it. Not the mission, but but having two rooms. I know, but that was a little different. You had kind of a common goal. When you're go- moving into a shared bedroom at a school or whatever, who knows what you get? There's no, you know, there's who no... Who knows what you get for a companion on a mission, too? Uh, there is risk there. I'm not debating that. I, I agree with you, but I feel like school's different. I get what you're saying because... I mean, and I had a horrible companion. So, but but the difference with a school sharing a room with someone is you can leave them. No, you can't. Sure, you can. No, you can't go anywhere. She can. I mean, you can. I mean, you can. You can try to change your housing. I mean, you're paying for housing. You're you're free to do whatever you want. And you don't have to hang out with them twenty four seven. You had to sell your contract and all the shenanigans. Yeah, Hannah is because we paid for a year up front because it was so much cheaper. Still, she never has to talk to this person. Or yeah. do anything with this person, where if you're on your mission, you twenty four seven locked at the, hip. at the hip to this person. He has to stand out and put his ear day. to the bathroom door while you're taking a shower. Make sure you didn't climb out through the window. Yeah. So my first That's way worse. Well, you've done both, or you've done one. Well, when I went to college, so I actually ended up rooming with. One of the pr- people that was my com- one of my favorite companions on my mission. Oh, but so I you didn't set know, yourself up. I didn't know the rest of the people in the. In, there were but four your other direct roommate was somebody you knew and liked that I already shared a room with. So, yeah. if I was going to do it, I would like require at least one friend to room with me. And I ended up loving all four of the other ones. We had great. They were pretty cool too. Yeah, it was awesome. So when all I went, six of us got along really well. When I went down to school. I w- moved into a dorm and they assigned me a roommate and he was a nightmare. Like mm. I couldn't get away from him soon See, enough. That's, that's what smelly? I was worried about. What's that? Was he smelly? Well, so he had this ingrown toe problem and he had his toenails re- removed on his big toes, but he couldn't get him to hill and he, that's disgusting. Sweaty feet. That's disgusting. That's but not his fault, dude. Don't oh, I know. It doesn't matter. It's yeah, just stinks. So he was always cleaning it out, and it was gross, and his feet stunk, and he had these nasty infected toes. And it was like that for the f- the first three months I lived with him. I only lived with him for three months. And that wasn't even the worst. Like, I could have dealt with that because he can't help it. The other There was a lot of other things that just 
I couldn't stand living with him. Mm-hmm. The guy across the hall, I became good friends with him, and I'm still good. Like when I went to Hawaii, I stayed with him. Um, his roommate ended up leaving school after the first quarter, and so that left a opening in his room, and he was nice enough to allow me to move into his room. So I left my roommate with the no roommate, and I moved in with my buddy John. And so, see how easy it is. You can do that. You can make that happen. And then John yeah. and I and a couple other guys, we all met, and then we ended up getting an apartment the next year. And then we became roommates. Like I, have, I was even roommates after school. We'd we'd lived a couple of us had lived together. So. So while yeah, it's kind of sucky. And kind of random, but it's not nearly as bad as what you've already been through, John. So, mm. yeah, well, as long as, as long as you think that I can what handle are you doing? it, doing battling. And there's always yeah. space because Put your phone away, Pokemon away. Master John. <laughs> what are you fighting a Charizard? No, I'm fighting a Gyarados. Are you using Charizard? Yeah, my Charizard's dead, and I lost. With with a college roommate, there's always room to go away. Like I go hang right. out with somebody else. I can go study someplace else. I can go lock myself in my room. A lot of options that you don't have with. That would be one. That's my main concern about living away is having a horrible roommate. And I almost would pay more just to own the room. I don't know yeah. how much more it costs. I mean, maybe double or maybe. A lot. Yeah. Like I, that would be motivation for me to work a lot. So I didn't have to share a room. Yeah. If you get the right roommate, though, it's an if awesome I got the experience. right roommate, that'd be different. If I could guarantee that a buddy of mine was going to go with me, that'd be different. You could be my roommate, John. I would. Would you be there for me? I would be there for you, like you were last night. Yep. <laughs> weren't there for me last night. Anyway, that's all I got. That's all. Yep. Did you talk about all the frisbee golfing that you wanted? Do you want to talk about the courses at all? I've already used up 15 minutes of the podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, John. <coughs> Your trip. What'd you I do? I went to Island Park. Never been. Well, never so stayed. So while, while Dustin was hanging out with girls from Idaho in St. George, you were actually in Idaho. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually in Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming. Did you meet anyone from Idaho? I saw license places at Idaho. You didn't meet anyone, though? didn't really try to meet anyone, yeah, if I'm honest. I was going to say, could, you could ask him if they knew uh, Dustin's daughter's new roommate. Yeah, I didn't know her. And my what? wife's, a bunch of my wife's family's from Idaho. And, and they didn't know her? I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't really know <laughs> them either. Jeez, you so, guys are breaking yeah. this thing I thought where everybody in Idaho knew everybody yeah. else. I don't know where you got that, but <laughs> I don't think that's true anymore. Maybe yeah. 50 years ago, but I think it's changing. Um, it was fun. So we were just right outside of Yellowstone Park, if you don't know where Island Park is. And we, um... Yeah, it's just right across the border, right into Idaho? For all those people who don't know. Which? From, from Wyoming. Island Park, from Wyoming. From Montana? Or no, from Wyoming, right? Island Park is barely inside of Idaho, yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. And it then the bottom tip of Montana... You drive through, and then you're in Wyoming, I think, is how it works. Oh, you have to go through Montana? Yeah, you go into Montana for a minute if you go into the park. You don't have to if you don't. Yeah, West Yellowstone is Wyoming-Montana border. I haven't been through that way for years and years, and I must have missed that part where I went into Montana. 
Yeah, it's really brief. It's really brief. How many miles away is Island Park? Um, I don't remember. Something like 150. It's actually more than that because um, it's five five hours. So it's really? Gotta, yeah, it's got to be like 200 or 250 or something like that. Hmm. Four hours and 15 minutes away from here. <coughs> 292 miles. John so drives slow. I don't drive slow, but I got three kids. They got to go potty, you know, gas. I don't drive and fast, And then gasoline. Though. I don't drive fast, though. What's Oh, yeah. Yeah, and gasoline. So, anyway, um, went into the park. We'd we'd done the park as a family, Jonah and Addie and Elizabeth and I, like five years ago. It was awesome. And so this time we'd seen quite a bit. Um, Doesn't make it less cool. I mean, that place is just epic, no matter how many times you've seen it. But, you know, you're a little more choosy on what you want to do with your time when you've done most things, right? So we didn't spend a lot of time in the park. We actually just spent a lot of time in West Yellowstone looking at souvenir shops, and there's this fur shop that had real fur there. The guy builds uh, buffalo coats out of buffalo hide. Did you buy one? I want one so bad. How much were they? How much would you guess? Five grand. 3000 Too high, too low. Four thousand. It's around four thousand. He says he builds around ten a year for people. And I was like, "What happens if you get all sweaty in this?" He said, "Honestly, I don't know anyone who wears it, so <laughs> I, have, just have I, have, it. I have no idea the experience because nobody." Why would you buy it then? Because it's cool. It's only cool if you wear it. I don't know. I, I think it's pretty cool even if you don't wear it. It's what do you do? Just put it on a mannequin in your living room or something? I'm not sure if my relatives took pictures while I had it on my on my body, but if I'll see if I can find any pictures of me wearing it. Hey, the you thing. know what? If you can afford a $4,000 coat, I don't think you really care. Dude. Well, if I were to buy one, I'd wear it. Oh, I'd wear it. That thing is sweet, dude. Can you imagine walking through Walmart? Can you imagine sitting on coat? the train, right, with it was 70 people in the car yeah. and you've got this buffalo coat on with awesome. with antler t- uh antler tips for your buttons for your you know latch oh, yeah. to keep it shut you know yeah. and i didn't even talk about the hats the guy had does that what is that what it looks like it's it's bigger than that it's similar to that it's bigger than it's a trench coat it's not like a it's not like a Ooh. yes more like that that's a bear though i think no, it's buffalo. That looks like bear. It's Men's li- buffalo fur coat. Wow, that looks soft. You must have got a young one or something. I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, it looked kind of like that. And then if you had a sweet hat, like the guy had skunk hats. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want to look like? <laughs> That's hilarious. So the coat arms look like that. I don't know what part they're pulling from the hide to make it look like that, but the color change is similar to the picture you just showed me. I'm actually going to do a... I haven't done a picture for a long time relating to an episode, but maybe I'll do one for this. Yeah, you could. Um, So they had some really sweet hats. They had one with a fox head kind of printed on the front, so when you wore it, you you had this fox face. Did they have a buffalo head one so you could look like a full-on buffalo? I wish they did. They didn't, no. That'd be awesome. Yeah. They had a skunk one that was like Rufio's head. It was awesome. How much was that? 
Uh, I think three or four hundred. Why didn't you buy that one then? It's three or four hundred, Scott. <laughs> Sounds like a bargain. Scott, it was like two to four hundred bucks. I can't remember how much. And also, when I tried them on, they were mediums, and I've got a huge noggin. So yeah, I you do. I it's like an orange on a toothpick. They didn't fit. Yeah, it's got its own weather. More system. like an orange on a watermelon. Head pounds now. Yeah. Orange on a pear. More like a watermelon on uh, another bigger so watermelon. Like one of those <laughs> mini oranges on a pear. <laughs> That's funny. Neither one of you guys get my reference? What? No. What yeah, I did. Reference? You did the uh, Axe Murder. Yeah, so yeah. I married an Axe Murder? Yeah. Like one yeah. of the best shows ever. Hid. Newspaper. Um, Hid. Pants. No. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So that shop was cool. So we just spent a bunch of time in West Yellowstone. Shopping? Yeah. It not was buying, the, though, It right? was just the most shopping. shopping. Yeah, not buying. We did buy a little bit. We didn't buy much, but... West Yellowstone's a cool town. It was fun. Yeah, I've it been there a fun. couple times. We went to the grizzly something or other exhibit thing. Yeah, that's cool. Grizzly wolf thing. and Where you see all the, you go to that in park and they yeah. have all the grizzlies up they on the They didn't field. have a lot. I mean, well, we saw you, two yeah. bears and maybe three or three to six wolves. How much does it cost to get in? Like 50 bucks for my family. Yeah, I just remember it was pretty pricey. expensive. Yeah, it's pretty pricey. For not a whole lot. Yeah, it wasn't a whole lot and it was kind of pricey, but, and then we went in their gift shop too. <laughs> Got a couple things in there as well that I just enjoy. I love buffalo, and I love Native American stuff. Um, so, and I don't see a lot of shops around here that have that kind of stuff. So, when I was there, I was really enjoying that. So that was fun. And then we there's this river and island park that kind of cuts through. I think I think it's it's called Big Springs, I believe, um, or at least that's what the head of it's called. And we floated that twice. And the second time we floated it, we did it in the morning. Is that going into Island Park? Or is that is it the Henry's Fork coming out? I'm not sure. I know that it's spring-fed. I guess that's Hen- it's Henry's Fork both. It's spring-fed, and it goes right through the, the heart of Island Park, I think. Which is the Henry's Fork. Yeah. But it comes from Big Springs then. Yeah. And... And so we would launch, not quite at Big Springs, but pretty close. Um, and the second time we did it, we did it, he wanted to do it in the morning. I mean, middle of the night at 6 a.m. You actually got up early, John? I so got up at 5.45. So you, you did the northern part of, of the Henry's Fort coming out of Big Springs and flow all the way back to Island Park? Yeah, to you the float, reservoir? Yeah, you float back to the highway bridge. That that's where the the highway twenty yeah highway twenty that's where they pick up the boat. Oh, how long a float is that? <clears throat> well, that's funny. So he said that it would take two hours, and then we got on the river and it took four hours. And he said that it's never taken him over two hours ever. So seven to ten <laughs> miles, or I don't think it was that far. Who said this? The guide or no? My my cousin, or my brother in law. And um, you have to stop to go potty, dude. I I think that it was just that there were so. I don't know. I have no idea. Or maybe they just aren't counting the time right. I'm not sure. But we. Uh, I bet that's about seven to ten miles. We uh, took a long time. So the first time we got out, we jumped in, and it was freezing. I guess it comes out of the, the, the stone at like 54 degrees or something year round. So it was freezing. <clears throat> and um, 
So we kind of just kind of just made the day of it, just horsed around on the boats and whatever. The second time, we tried to be really quiet, and we wanted to see the animals that were up, you know, at dawn and all that and what they were up to. And so it paid off. We saw a ton of wildlife, um, and we saw a couple gold eagles, which he said he'd never seen on the river in the millions of times that he's floated it. We saw a bald eagle. Um, We saw there was a moose in the middle of the river. So that was kind of sketch because we had to we had to get around it in our raft full of six to six or so people. And did um, you make it? I mean, we looked that moose square in the eyeballs, and he decided that we shall pass. Wouldn't it have been cool if you're looking this moose right in the eyeball and he winked at you? If he winked at me, I would have known that we had a connection. So you should have winked at him. I don't know if I did. I was freezing and really tired. So I've been around the Henry's Fork a little bit, and it's a pretty big river. There's a lot of fish, too. I didn't. I never really realized that it originated from a spring, mm. so I just looked it up. Guess how many gallons of water that spring produces it's, a day. It's a ton. A it's zillion. a ton. Take a guess. I'm <laughs> gonna, zillion's I'm, not the answer. I'm going to guess because it provides enough water for... A river that's about 20 feet wide. 64 million. 20 to 25 feet wide. 164 million. 150 million? 120 million gallons of water a day. I believe that's it. That's a lot That of is a water. lot of water. Yeah. And we went to the mouth of Big Spring, so we saw where the water came out. And What does it look like? Is it just like it's coming up out of the ground or like... Um, kind of picture a rock face. Is it like a drinking fountain? And no. just kinda they do have a place where you can refill your water bottles that they made look kind of like a kitchen sink, which is funny. Water just comes out of the earth, but it's not nearly that many gallons a day. Um, uh, Dustin's asking what it looked like, and I have pictures. I've so. already looked at it. Oh, okay. That's crazy. Yeah, it's really pretty. And I can't even find my pictures of it, so maybe they're... N- I don't have any. That's weird. Uh, that sounds really exciting. kind of confused. Did you see any uh, bear besides the tame ones? Besides, so, besides butt? Bear butt? <laughs> so I am... That was a pretty funny laugh from Dustin. <laughs> um, no, I think I'm cursed. Did you see any wolves? No wild anything. See any bison? No wild predators. I did see bison. Um, and so... He looks like he's going to eat you, dude. <laughs> he's looking right at us. Um, so we saw osprey on the river, which the last time that I went to Yellowstone with my family was the first time I'd seen an osprey. And we saw it at um, hot... Hot... I can't remember Lava Hot Springs? No... It's um, it's by Old Faithful. I can't. I'm spacing the name right now, but it's a little swimming swimming hole inside the park that people do. Um, hmm. Fire hole, that's what it's called. So it was that fire hole I saw my first osprey. So I guess the ospreys are just really prevalent on the rivers in that area. But they're really pretty birds. These really funky yellowish orange eyeballs, and they're huge, and they're a black and white bird. So 
Anyway, that was cool. The fish in the, in the, what's it called? Tom or Henry's Fork. Henry's Fork. The fish in Henry's Fork were almost all like 18 inches or bigger. They're yeah, all huge. It's a good fishery. Um, and so it was just a lot of fun. A lot of wildlife, a lot of fun. Uh, in the park, we saw the bison. Um, we have seen wolves and bears the last time we went. They're pretty far off, and I guess it's pretty uncommon. But I've been cursed lately, man. There, there have been no predators in Yosemite or Yellowstone. <laughs> Pass that on. Um, any of the times I've been. So at least that walked on more than two legs. The flying variety. Calling me a bear. <laughs> I'm saying I'm sure you saw a predator. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, no animal predators, just uh, human. Just predators. people predators, yeah, exactly. So, um, the cabin that we were able to stay at, his uncle bought, and it's not zoned to advertise. I guess I don't know much about it, but I, I guess you can't advertise on on. Can Airbnb it? You can't. Well, you, I'm not sure. You can't advert. I don't know the limits of it, but you can't advertise some of the traditional ways. So it's mostly family hookups. But this place had like 17 rooms or something. It was crazy. It was a ton of rooms, ton of beds, ton of rooms, really big kitchen, and some fun games. Ooh, we and should so go up there. We add could it to, add it to the list. We would fit, and it would be nice. It would be kind of expensive if only three families were going. So don't you have the hookup? The hookup's still not cheap. We split it between four or five people, and it's still like 500 bucks or something. For a week? Yeah. Is that cheap? That's pretty cheap. Yeah, I guess it's less than $100 a night. So uh, we we definitely got hooked up. Um, It would have been even cheaper if more of my family was able to go, but there were some reasons they couldn't. But anyway, so the place was huge. It was fantastic. We were all able to fit. We didn't have to... In years past, some of us had to get hotels close by, and we weren't together, and it just seemed a little weird, you know, and this place wasn't like that. It was, we were all together. It was really cool. It was a really fun spot. Nice. Yeah. And then the people that lived down the street from where we stayed were, like, I guess, residents, and they had nothing better to do than to check the speed of every single car that ever passed by. So, of course, he had to come out and talk to me because I was going 20 and a 15 or something like that. And Have you ever seen First Night? First With Sean night. Connery? No. Okay, well, Sean Connery says, the law will judge you. Right? That's and what he said to you. Basically. I was said, he sitting I on said, his porch playing a banjo with uh, <laughs> he wasn't. dueling banjos? <laughs> he was freaking watering the weeds, but... Um, so he came over to my car and he says, it's 15 mile an hour in here. I said, I honestly didn't even know the speed limit. I just, it's a dirt road. I assumed it was 25. And he's like, the speed limit's right there. I said, I'm an idiot. It is. It's right there. I didn't look at it. Didn't know. I was only going like 20 though. And he's like, well, we'll let the police decide that. And I was like, cool. It's a beautiful day. See ya. And I drove off. <laughs> <laughs> Drove off and <laughs> spit dirt in his face oh as you pulled off in your I probably should have, but that guy, man, he, he has nothing else to do all day in his retired state than harass the people that go, you know, 10 Can miles Can he tell you to stay off his lawn? No, he doesn't have lawn. Like I said, it's just weeds. 
It's just. It's did you did you say how fast was I going? I I should have said you should have said how fast was I going because there's only one person that really knows and that's me because I saw the speedometer. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think of that. I wasn't that fast. But there was this lady that lives in my neighborhood that uh, had this little slow guy sign out there, and um, I was coming down the street one time and I stopped at her yard sale and she said to me, "Hey, you need to you need to slow down," and I said, "Why?" And she said, because it's only 25 miles an hour in here. And I said, how fast was I going? And she said, well over 25. And I said, actually, I was only going like 20 as I was approaching her thing. So I wasn't even going the speed limit. And she's like, well, I know your, your speedometer must be wrong. You were going faster than your that. And I was like, no, I wasn't. I'm pretty good about driving slow in the neighborhoods. So to your point about the little slow sign, you know, those little green plastic That's little, what she has flag? in her front yard. They are everywhere in island Park. Oh, really? <laughs> they are everywhere so it's just a bunch of i swear it's a bunch of old people that they're just grumpy old people that you hooligans who have to go so fast you know two miles an hour must be fast for those folk i don't you know you should have totally peeled out and just sprayed him with rocks i i had nothing good to say and jonah and Addie were in the car and they were kind of kind of fueling off my fire and I felt bad because I don't want to turn my kids into little people hating brats or anything. But I was people I was will irrit- do that for you. I was irritated. <laughs> what? People yeah, people will people will eventually do that for me. Sure. So anyway, that was fun, and I played a little frisbee golf as well with Dustin before we AFK'd, and and um, that was fun. I really enjoy frisbee golf. It's free. Did you win? I don't know. You don't remember. Yes, you do. Come on. I genuinely can't remember. Do you remember? You guys keep we, score. We I talked about this last week. We talked about it? We have The last podcast we played oh, we with did? your cousin. That's Chris. a long time ago. You guys went Haven't that long played time. since then? No. Oh. Oh, okay. I went to St. George. We're not talking about I played that. by myself at okay. St. George. Gotcha. There wasn't any college kids that you hooked up with and said, hey. No. I went, I went pretty early in the morning to beat the crowd and to beat mm. the heat. So lots of old people walking around. Old people there so too. So you fit huh? right in? <laughs> Not that oh, old. Dang. <laughs> I'm talking retired. That's a funny. bunch of honorary old people that don't even want to acknowledge your presence. Hmm. I swear, So you man. fit right in? <laughs> yep, pretty R- much. Retirement's just old people's excuse to not have any tact anymore. Dude, you know, I when I was younger, and I used to see these angry old people, and I used to think, man, why are they so angry? And then it just to the the longer Why you live, so the longer you live, and the more you have to deal with stupid people, mm. it just makes you cranky, you know. So let it me, does. Let it wears you, on you. Let me tell you this funny old man cranky story at the frisbee golf course. So the one course I went to has all these cement pads to throw from. So they have really like it was a Boy Scout troop did this nice. Eagle Scout project. They got really nice cement pads. Um, they're they're they look nice. They actually textured them. I mean they they're just they're they're pleasing to the eye when you go to this park. So there's this old man coming in this mobility scooter down the parkway, and he's got this dog on a leash. And I was going um, from one pad to the other, and I was walking down the the pathway. And so he pulled over and parked on that pad, like. And I thought he was because I was kind of trying to get out of his way, and I thought he was trying to get out of my way. And so I walked up to the pad, and I just stood there, and he's just like. 
like looking at me like what? And I said, well, uh, I, I said, I'm actually trying to go there on that pad to play. And he got all huffy puffy. He's like, well, he gets back on his mobility scooter and yanks his dog and backs off and then goes down and parks down the road and pulls off onto the grass. I'm like, it's not like I'm like, I was like, Hey, I just, he, I, I was just trying to be out of his way. And it's kind of, he was trying to be out of my end. I was like, Oh, I'm actually trying to go to there to play Frisbee. And he was all bent out of shape that he had to move his mobility scooter off of the, was it? It's not a parking spot. It's not even on the path. He drove up onto it. It was kind of stupid, but it was funny. Ugh. What have you been up to, Scott? Uh, nothing anywhere close to what you guys have been up to. You so been around any grumpy old people? Just myself. This <laughs> is plenty grumpy. <laughs> uh, Ethan had a soccer tournament, uh, so we did that the week you guys were in St. George. Um, he went one, one, and one. One, one, lost one, tied one. Um, let's so he see. lost. So he lost. Yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't win. He didn't <laughs> That's lose. what he you said to Destin. No, he won one. Go ahead. Congrats, um, by the way. Let's Ethan. see what else. School started. They're in a brand new, brand spanking new school. We went to back to school Where? night. West Jordan Middle School. Okay. And brand spanking new because they've never gone there? No, brand spanking, brand spanking new. The building is brand new. They just built new. it? And it's not finished, so we went to back to school night. Oh, wow. And, like, they still have so much to do in that school. Is I it don't still know in the same location? Kind of. It's Did in the same it? plot of land. But oh. Okay. They built it on the big wreck field behind the old school. Gotcha. And now they're, they are tearing, they're currently tearing down the old school. Huh. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how they're going to finish that school with kids there all day long. They're going to have to be working nights and stuff. So, but it's a pretty nice school. When are they going to do that to West Jordan? The high school? Yeah. I don't think there's any plan. They've been there forever. It's they pretty did, old. They did give it that facelift in the front. They're doing a lot of upgrades to it. Hmm. I mean, it's a brick building. It's not like, I mean, you could just remodel it and be fine with it. Hmm. I don't think it needs a whole lot else. It's a really nice school, though. They did a good job. Um, is it well lit? It is. There's windows everywhere. Lots of windows. You know, all the, the modern things you'd expect in classes. All the classes now have... Um, projectors and... Project, no, no, no projectors. They have big, giant TVs. Oh, yeah, wow. Abby said they're giant TVs on the wall. She said Are it's so much touch, better. touch TVs? Well, I don't know. I doubt I it. Know. When I went to Cisco, they had... In their office, they had white board markers, mm-hmm. but they weren't. They were for writing on the TV. Those are spark oh. boards. I thought that was awesome. That's weird. Really cool. We should get a spark board. So all these r- classrooms have like a little room. Well, it's shared by two classrooms where they have like this little room in the middle. It's like a little conference room that they can go put in between two classrooms where you can go and do other stuff and... They've got Help all me this. picture that. I'm not picturing that. Is it kind of like Alton? So you got, a, you got a room here, right? And a room here. And in between these two rooms is a little conference room. Is it glass? Yeah, it's you glass. Can see so you both? can see through it. Yeah, you can see all the way into it. Uh, they got a big common area where they're going to put a bunch of couches. So all the grades are in their own little pods. And then each pod has like a eighth grade lounge and where they just can, a common area they can hang out. And I mean, it was really nice. That is cool. When do you get to hang out at school? You get five minutes to get to class and you get lunch. Like, when do you get to just chill in the common area? 
Lunch? Because I, I feel like otherwise you're just truant, you know? Lunch? I don't know. Just lunch? They they get pride time, too. or I don't yeah, know if they, they call pride it pride time, time anymore, but it's a they, they kind of build in. that? Well, so I don't know if that's an hour, but they build this pride time in. And basically, uh, if you're a good student, you have good grades, then it's kind of a free time for you. If you need help, then you have to go to get tutoring or get help. So they did not have that when I was in school. They didn't either. It's it's built in to, I guess, kind of reward kids that are doing it, are doing okay, or give them a chance to do homework or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then it it helps kids that are struggling to get more help while they're at school rather than after hours trying to get help. That so seems like a good idea. Yeah. Huh. And now I'm not going to say it because we'll go down a rabbit hole. I don't even want to go there. You're going to try and get political on us, Scott? No. You got mad at me last time. It has nothing <laughs> to do with politics. Oh. It has to do with how easy they make it for kids in school Oh, these we've days. already gone down this rabbit I know, hole. That's why I'm not going there. You're the grumpy old man on this topic. But I, I'm just going to say this, though. You know what a failing grade in... Ethan's math classes. Don't tell me it's less than 55%. Way less than 55%. What? 24.9. What? No way. All you have to do is do 25% and you get a D plus. I mean a D minus. That is insane. 25%. That has gone down crazy. That's over double. So does that make A's 75% and above? A is 85% and above, and A minus is 84.9 Oh, I guess. Yeah, that would be an A minus. To 70. That's to 70. Wow. You can get an A minus with a 70%. That is crazy. I was going to say the A range. That was a C plus when I went to school, and now you can get an A minus. Wow. I have to say I kind of agree with you on this. Um, That is kind of pathetic. You basically can't fail a class. I don't know how you could. And then they so, let you turn in anything late and retake tests and all kinds of stuff. So now again, you have to actually try to fail these classes, I think. Now, again, the point of school is to learn. So if you are learning, I'm fine with you succeeding. That's fine. Is 25% learning? No. Even 50%. That's pretty low. I mean, I didn't feel bad about failing somebody that only went 50%. So 25%? That's crazy. Yeah. That's so, not hard. Anyway, I was just amazed at how low that actually was. When did you was. find out about that? When we went to open house. Is and that all the this year? passed out like their little syllabus, right? And they get So that's this year is the first you've yes. seen that? Wow. It's the first I've paid attention probably. I don't know. I don't know what it was last year. I didn't really look. But yeah, the math teacher. So now what do you say to your kids? You better get all A's. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I, mean, I don't want to see any B's because B's is probably fifty percent now. It gets a, I mean, it gets a little bit tougher when he gets to high school. Uh, but I agree with John. I would rather see kids learn and be successful than rather be discouraged and and be labeled or consider themselves a failure and then just give up on but learning. that's not life. That's setting the bar so low. But you don't really need to keep, teach kids 100% life skills at eighth grade. Um, I mean, you, you, start right. building, you start building that foundation. I know you going to interrupt at home. But you don't, expect, you don't expect your eighth grader to be college-level maturity. You need to teach him to get to that point, right? No, but I expect him to turn in at more than 25% of his assignments. But... See, this doesn't affect you. 
because your kid succeeds. You expect a lot of your kid. You help him. You're a part of his life. And, and that's the thing is like... So it's er- basically a participation award. It is. Erica, Erica works at the elementary school. And the principal at the elementary school has spent a lot of time trying to make test scores and things go up. And she's tried, she's tried hard and she, she hasn't seen a result in the actual test scores. The programs that they're doing over the elementary school are amazing. Uh, the things that they're providing for kids who want to succeed are amazing. I feel like my kids get quality when they're there. I, I bet you feel the same thing about Brody, sure. right? Yeah, absolutely. The problem is, is you have all of these kids with parents that just don't care and their kids aren't ever going to care. But and no matter what? what you do at the school, you exactly just have right. these kids that are just going to fail in life because mm-hmm. their parents aren't involved. They don't care. They it's, don't want to help not, them succeed. It's not necessarily they don't feel that the, at school. They don't though. fill the foundation. It's not necessarily a failure in life either. Exactly. So you can't fix that at school. So it, My, doesn't, it doesn't really apply to us, Scott, because we expect and we demand I, I agree. excellent from two, our kids. Two or three, 25% is a participation it's award. It's low. If you can't, it is. It's very low. It's, if you show up to school every day, I don't know how you could possibly fail. That's yeah. all you have to do. Show up. Yeah. There, there'll be kids that still fail that class. Two or I'm three, sure they will. But Two or three of my brothers barely passed high school. I think at least two of them didn't, but I'm not positive on that. So they didn't. They didn't graduate. Two, or, so three were for sure close to not graduating, and at least one didn't. All three of those brothers have make very good money and are doing just fine for themselves. So, is it a reflection of life? I don't think so. Is it good to learn the skills there? Sure. Will you be better off if you learn the skills sooner than later? Sure. It, do you just need to learn the skills, though? Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't think it's the end of the world. But to your point, 25%, I can't believe that. That is the lowest I've ever heard ever in my life, ever. And there's still going to be kids that fail that class. And there's still oh, going to be sure. kids that don't show up and fail. It's crazy. There's going to be kids that show up every single day, don't hand in a lick of homework, don't get any guidance or direction from their parental unit, whatever it is that are still just not going to do the work and are going to fail and their parents don't care and they don't care. Yeah. So that's what's sad. Not the 25%. Got to fix the house. Yeah. So. All right. No more rabbit hole, Scott. Well, so we had a topic. Do we, I mean, we're running pretty short. Do we want to even get into our topic or how short are we running? How much time do you have? You're the one with the time constraint. Well, we're already at like 45 minutes, right? Yeah. I feel this uh, topic can probably go for more than 15 minutes if we really get into it. Don't mm. you? What, Whoa, what, the, what the heck, heck was, was that? <laughs> John. I don't know why it did that. Control yourself. I, I think we could do it 15 minutes and be done. No. No? You want to save it? Yeah, let's table it. All right. Let's table it. Did you guys like going back to school? Uh, going back to school how? At the end of summer. No. Every year. Go back to school. No. I did not look forward to it either. I did. I loved going back to school. Everyone's different, dude. Well, and, and people find different uh, things to I enjoy. Asked. If yeah. I knew the answer, I wouldn't I, ask. I think that 
you might have really enjoyed your homies or you might have really enjoyed the programs. I didn't. Okay, so uh, let's get into that. So why did you like going back? Because there were things that I did like about going back sure. to school, which is like all the people that I yeah. didn't see all summer that I got to reunite with and sure. start hanging out with. It was a lot about friends. Yeah, you know, you yeah. get to see all these people that you haven't seen, and that's really exciting. And then there's the school activities. Um, I enjoyed that the also. The clubs. And, I liked that and, also. And... Uh, all that, and I just liked learning. I did. I liked to. I loved reading. I loved to. I loved math and science, and I wanted to learn as much math and science as I could. So I liked going back to do that. I don't ever remember thinking I like learning, in in my up to high school age. I like it now. I know. I don't really ever remember the thought. I like learning going through my head. Going, going back to school for me was the social aspect. I was on the wrestling team, so it meant the wrestling season was coming up. I don't ever remember myself saying, oh, yeah, guess what, guys? I get to take a new English class. <laughs> Did but, you know that A squared plus B squared equals C squared? But I liked math and science, too. I, I liked science a lot more than I liked math. So I was always excited for science class and stuff like that, but... Like I, I wasn't much of an English guy. I didn't really like English. Here's but you didn't look forward to going back to school at the end of summer. You well, were sad. I, I did, but I older. didn't because I. I mean, for all the reasons you like having summer, I love those too. But well, for sure, there's you know sleeping the s- in and all the stuff except for learning is what in. I like to go back to school for. So going, you liked it for everything but the school Going part to of class it. and having to do homework and all take tests and stuff. I, I wasn't excited to go back and do that. I hated getting up in the morning. Did I tell you what you I You hated? To, yeah. Did I As tell you? past tense? I still do. You still do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> did I tell you my weightlifting story? I don't know. Did you? So I've always hated getting up in the morning. It's never been easy or fun for me. And when I was in high school, I took weightlifting first period. And I'm not sure why I did that. I think that it was a bad idea, but I did. And I did that for ninth through 12. Um, no, no, no. I did that for 10 through 12 because ninth was Joel P. And I didn't, I don't think I did weightlifting. I think I did basketball. I don't remember. So by my senior year, I'd had enough weightlifting. I was bored of the idea. I didn't really care. And I figured out that my particular teacher took role at the beginning of class and he took role at the end of class and that was it and he was afk he was nowhere to be found i don't know where he went but he was gone so i he left you unsupervised in a dangerous weight room i mean i guess but we were all 16 and there were a million of us in there i know where he went he went back to his office because every you, you say 16. Football like, coach that was also the weight training coach had an office right. <laughs> that he went and hung out with and sat with his feet up and watched TV. You say 16 like that's supposed to be the age of... Wisdom. Wisdom and making really smart choices. <laughs> Look, I mean, it, nobody wanted to get a freaking 45-pound plate on their toe or well, in their nuts or anything like that. Wait just one second. You also are making the assumption that that same guy that's a football coach who's the teacher of the weightlifting room actually was more responsible than a 16-year-old. Yeah. Because I knew a lot of football coaches that weren't, and you get some guy on the bench or on the 
squat press and they've already loaded every plate they can fit on and then there's a couple of guys sitting on top of the machine and he's letting this 18 year old kid monster kid do squat presses with way too much weight and cheering him on that's true yeah point there too this guy i think he was the coach of the chick anyway anyway so what's your story so the classes because i was on block because there were too many of us at the school so um they put us on block so the classes were almost two hours. So I would wake up, get dressed. All schools are on block. You're talking A day, B day? Yeah. Yeah, they're always that way. It's not because there's too many kids in the school. Yes, it is. No, it is not. They do it to relieve the pressure. No, they do not. Well, I don't know. That's what I was told. You still have the same amount of kids on A and B day. I don't know why they did it, but I w- that's what I was told. They do it because they give you more time than just an hour to try to teach lessons. Oh, okay, well... They did, and it worked. So I took that time, and I slept at home. So I would leave after he took roll. My weightlifting partners were like, see ya. And I was like, bye. And there's always that door that leads out of the weight room, right? That just goes straight to the parking lot. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> in this particular weight room I was in, the, the, that, did not, that was not the case. But anyway, I made it work. It didn't matter. So I would sleep in my weight clothes, uh, weightlifting clothes, come back. He would take a roll again. I knew what time he was going to take a roll. So I got back in time for that. And I went on with the day. Why would you go all the way home to sleep? It's comfortable. I was in my bed. <laughs> Very comfortable. See, this is why they have the 24.9% percentile is <laughs> for people like John. Well, it, my mic is freaking out. It was interesting because I came back one day and the guys were, that I work out with are like, Coach wants to see you. I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> oh, boy. And um, I went into his office, and he said, you've been skipping my class, haven't you? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm going home and sleeping. I'm really tired. Uh, can't be doing that. Yeah, I know. How many times have you done it? A couple. <laughs> How many days have you noticed I've been missing that many times? Well, let's compare How, your numbers with my numbers. How and I'll far tell you are we into right. this semester now? Um, so I think I had, I think it was a quarter, a full quarter that I've been doing it. And he said to me, well, I'm only sure about a couple of times, which I doubt he was. And he said, so I'm going to ding you to I'm gonna ding you two periods, which ding me to an A minus. And this is before it was like fifty percent to get an A minus. <laughs> so and but he said, You can't be in my class anymore. I don't want you in my class. You know, you make me look bad. It's a liability to him for me to leave the school and him not know where I am. I get that now. I didn't then. So I was like, sweet, I get an A minus and I probably should be out of this class. So I Oh and, in home ec. oh, and he says, here's a, here's a note from, to see the principal. I'm like, son of a, f- when it rains, it pours, you know? So I, I got done with that talk, talking to him. And so I have to go to the principal to, <coughs> to, um, check on this note. Well, that class is a long time and I don't know when that na- note came to my teacher, but apparently the principal also knew that I wasn't in class. So I get to the principal for this note that was unrelated to not being in class, but now the principal knows that I wasn't in class. So 
he says, uh, you've been skipping class? Yeah. What's up? I'm just tired. Have had weightlifting every year, and I'm, I'm good. I'm done with it. He goes, well, you can't be doing that, and you'll need to go talk to your counselor. She's not going to be happy about it, and you're not going to be able to find another class. You, you're kind of you're hosed. Yeah, I'll, I'll fix all that. You know, it's fine. Um, why did, was that why you called me down? Oh, no. We called you down because you've been nominated for the Dependable Jaguar Award. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so he gave me a pin and a little piece of nice decorated paper that had my name on it, Dependable Jaguar, you know. And uh, so I went, oh, okay. I went to my counselor. Um, or no, so before I went to my counselor, because the principal told me that that I would need to figure that out. I went and asked the teacher that nominated me for the dependable Jaguar award. If I could be his TA and he's like, yeah, but you can't sleep. No problem. So I went to my counselor and she is the worst, the worst. She hates humans. She hates humans, all humans. She wishes they would die at least probably just the ones that skip class and go home and sleep during school. She needs to have love for everyone. Even the 25 percenters. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I go in there and she's telling me how I'm a failure in life and did how you say, look at this award I just got. I didn't. She's like, you're going to be a garbage man. She did. She just freaking laid into me and you're screwed. You're not going to be able to find a class. It's the middle of the semester. You know, nobody's going to let you in and you're just, you're a failure. And I was like, well, actually I just talked to my teacher and he said that I could be his TA. What? Yeah, here's his note. And she just looked pissed. Like, how dare I be prepared? <laughs> you know? <laughs> he thwarted her. I'm, I'm the dependable plan. Jaguar. Exactly. I'm prepared. Yeah. So anyway, so she put me into his class and I and I um blasted probably two classes without sleeping. And by after that I was on the floor sleeping every day. For the rest of that Did quarter. Did he kick you? No. He didn't care. <laughs> so Anyway, it was awesome. So that is my dependable Jaguar story. Nice. Good job, John. What made me think of that? I'm not sure, but Merry Christmas. That's why we have the 24.9% <laughs> these <laughs> days. Uh, You've helped lower that bar, John. You know, it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> when I When I was a senior in high school, I changed schools. Well, actually, it was like middle through my junior year. I changed from Cypress to Grantsville High School. And Cypress High was on the block schedule. And Grantsville wasn't on the box schedule. So I went from eight periods to seven periods. So um, by the time I... And I, I didn't take any seminary or anything. So I took full class loads all ninth grade, my 10th grade year. And then, so it was actually three quarters of the way through my, oh, actually, did I go, it was only my senior year I went to Grantsville. So for those three years, I took full course loads. And when I went to Grantsville, I went to a seven period schedule. So I already had more than enough credits to graduate. The only thing I needed was a PE credit and an English credit to graduate. So I was kind of just like, well, what can I take to have fun and you know, not have to kill myself. I'm taking, I took a math class. I took an English class and I took a gym class and I only had to take the gym class for the first half of the year because I was on the wrestling team. 
And so um, the last the last quarter of the semester, or the last, I guess the last half, so the semester, those are the last two quarters, I was trying to figure out what to do, and the welding teacher came to me and said, hey, why don't you uh, take some welding classes, and uh, we'll make picnic tables. I got a bunch of projects we'll do, so he, he signed me up for welding. I took five hours of welding, and <laughs> I took an English class and a, uh, a math class, and I took five hours of welding, and so the first semester, he was like, you come in here every single day and work as hard as you can building these picnic tables for the BLM and building these cemetery markers for the cemetery. And then the last quarter is your time. You can do whatever. You can just be my That's TA. That's awesome. And so I signed for his class and I took five hours with the welding and I went to welding competitions and blah, blah, blah. And then the second half of that semester, I was just like, I really wish I had done something like that. And then you, uh, found all these tables you've been building and he was selling them on eBay making no, thousands they, of dollars. No, he had a contract for the BLM. So what was cool, you know, when you go to a shop class, you usually have to build something for yourself and then you have to pay for it and it costs a lot of money. And so you got these kids taking the welding class and they want to weld and they want to learn how to weld, but still is expensive. So they don't want to, you know, build trailers and stuff like that. So what he did is he contracted with the BLM to build picnic tables. So these kids got to come in and they got to learn on somebody else's dime. They didn't have to buy or build their own project. You still could, but so I built picnic tables. I built jigs to build picnic tables and we built fire pits too, fire pits and barbecues and, and stuff. And then out at the Grantsville cemetery, I built all the cemetery markers in the whole entire seminary cemetery. I helped build all of those and build the jigs to build everything. So, yeah, so it's kind of cool. You go out to Grantsville Dam and all of the picnic tables and fire pits and everything. I built those cemetery markers. I built those, and I got a whole quarter to. I'm just picturing your teacher looking like Ben Stiller. No, he was an old guy. He kind of looked like uh, forcing the old people to work and <laughs> so he can sell it. I'll tell you what, dude. He had a sweet gig, and he made the school a lot of money. Um, by doing this, and the kids loved him, and everybody nice. wanted to take welding because, um, you didn't have to. It was you didn't have to spend any money. You got to weld, and you got to. I mean, it was cool. It was fun. It was a fun class, nice. and it's a that's lifelong awesome. skill that I have now. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So, I almost didn't graduate because what? I thought you'd love to go back to school and I learn did. what. It was. Did the, you get twenty five percent? No. So le- I had. Uh, I needed a like an art credit or something because I didn't really like any art classes or anything like that. I always hated the classes where the grade was subjective. Right? It's based on oh, how do I feel about what you've done rather than a actual one metrics. plus one equals two type of thing. So yeah. I avoided all those classes, but finally it comes around and I. You know, it's a, some art credit. So I took photography, which I actually like doing. Um, and so I needed this photography class to have the proper credits in order to class. And this is the last semester of my senior year. Um, so I'm taking this photography class. And as I'm doing this, we had this assignment that um, was a big chunk of the grade. And when I was doing this, we were we had to develop our own film. And so 
I can't remember exactly what happened, but somehow I'd taken all these pictures to do this, and, and my film got exposed and ruined. Uh-oh. So I didn't have this project to do for this final grade, um, and I was just like, well, what am I going to have to do? And I didn't get it done, and so in time, and so he tells me, yeah, that's you're going to fail this class. So luckily he was nice, and he let me... Um, I said, Hey, look, you know, <laughs> I'm on the national honor side. You got all these, it's, this is going to be silly if I can't graduate because my film got exposed. Um, and I lost all the film that I'd done. And so he was really cool about it and let me retake this picture. But I didn't, I had to do that after, um, after the school year ended, right? So I had to go back and, and do this. Uh, he met me one day, and we did it after, during the summer. He still gave me the grade. He knew I'd come in and do it. But Hey, weren't you just a minute ago say, saying something about, I like, agree you didn't you like retakes? I and thought you didn't they want... They make it so easy for yeah, kids to get a grade. I thought you thought life skills and no no mercy for anyone. That's and right. All of a sudden, now we're hearing about mercy. Hmm. Yep. Hey, you know hmm. what's funny, too? I actually forgot about this until... Because this is how I ended up in welding. I hate art, too. I can't draw worth a crap. So I took this drawing class, and, like, I'm horrible. I'm the worst artist there is. Like, I, I can't draw for the life of me. So I, I thought, I'll take this drawing class, and after just struggling through this first semester of the class, I had gone to see my counselor and I was like, I, I can't, I can't do this art class. And she suggested that I take welding and welding re- met the art requirement. And that's actually how I got into the mm-hmm. welding class in the first place. I do Kinda wish crazy. I had done a photo class. I do wish I had done a welding class. Um, I do wish I had more time to do either of those two classes. I think that they're really cool, and I think I missed out, but oh well. My kids did photography. They love it. It's a great class. Yeah. A lot of fun. Okay, we're way over now. All right. That, uh, we're way over. That's our episode. Share with us any stories that you have. No one will. No one ever does. But I still have about 1% hope in my heart that they might. That someone might actually someone post will. something. Yeah, I've got like 1% left. That's all. Yeah. Nice. If somebody does, tell us if you have any funny stories about high school, like my dependable Jaguar award. <laughs> nice. Send us an email because I think <coughs> that's pretty much the only way we're going to get anything nowadays. Yep. Right. Okay. Thanks for joining in this week. Um, we'll be back next week with, we'll try and hit our topic. Yeah. Thanks again for joining us on this week's podcast. You can find more episodes, show notes, and links at our website at www.regularguysrandomthings.com. You can also find us on all the social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, please like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Once again, thanks for listening, and catch us next week for a brand new episode.
quick on the trigger for that outro, dude. I was like, <laughs> I didn't even really get to say, uh, "May the force be with you" or anything. Yeah, oh, I kind of <laughs> forgot how things go. It's been a while. <laughs> we'll retake it next time. May All the right. force be with you. I already said it, John. <laughs> no, you said you didn't get to say it. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> <laughs>